Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. Top of the morning to you, cake listeners. This is Joey Valentine, and welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake, your favorite podcast, or soon-to-be favorite podcast, or soon-to-be talked about to other people, because that guy won't shut the fuck up podcast. Talks about being fat too much podcast guy stuff. It is June 6, 2022. It's like a thousand degrees, even though it's well after midnight. And I I tried to record with the air conditioner off. And it just like not not off. I mean, uh, I tried to record with the air conditioner on low and it's like it's fucking louder on low, like on high. It's like and you put it on low and it's like like come on this is a really expensive dynamic microphone it's supposed to be containing all the sound that's within six to eight inches of the microphone the air conditioner is like all the way across the room so i gotta sit here and cook for the next 30 minutes while i talk to you guys but that's okay i'm dedicated to my show and i want to first off let me just let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by kellogg propane Serving you propane in the greater crossroads, Golden Crescent, Victoria, Texas area. If you're going to get propane, you need to go to Kellogg Propane on Houston Highway. And I'm not joking. If you use propane, listen to me, son. Okay? If you buy it from a gas station or Walmart, those fucking people don't fill your propane tanks up all the way. They fill them up about three quarters of the way. Sometimes not even that much. Okay? You go to Kellogg, you get topped off, and the gas is cheaper. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Go over there. Tell them Joey from Fat Guy Loves Cake sent you. They love me. Let me give a shout-out to a non-paying product that I have recently come into contact with that is remarkable, okay? It's called the No Hair Crew, and it is for body hair. It reminds me of this stuff that my mom used when I was a kid called Nair. It's like this lotion. It puts the lotion on the skin. (laughs) It's this lotion, and you put it on your body, where the hair is, you let it sit for a few minutes, and then you just wipe the hair off. Sounds simple, right? Sounds too good to be true, right? Well, anyway, this no hair crew, I got a Facebook advertisement, and it has like one bottle is for your body, and another bottle is for your naughty parts. It's like for the sensitive areas, you know, your balls. So I like to not have hair in my bottom area at all. So I also hate shaving. It creates all kinds of sores and ingrown hairs and redness and itchy. I'm sure all women know what I'm talking about. I am not familiar with my friends and how they groom their crotchial areas. I don't care. I imagine they're all cavemen and they look like they could star in a 70s porno. I imagine a lot of my friends probably, their dicks have sideburns. So... But me, I like just a little bit of growth. (laughs) Yes, thank you, Joey. That's how we wanted to start our day, was talking about your crotch. No, but seriously, you got one bottle for your body, one bottle for your intimate parts, all right? So I got it. It's 15 bucks. So it says be liberal with it, so I did. 
I slopped that stuff all in my thighs, my balls, everywhere. I waited three minutes exactly like it said to, took a rag, shit just wiped off, clean as a whistle, everywhere, gone. Not a single hair there, no side effects, no skin reaction to it. I'm not itching or anything, okay? And the reason I'm doing such a giant plug for this is because I want to let everybody know because I hate razor burn and ingrown hairs and shit like that. And when you, you know, manscape, well, you know, it's this is like a lifesaver. The only negative thing I have to say about it is that it smells like permanent. It reminds me of my mother's hair shop when I was a kid, like when they do perms on women and they put them in those rollers, you know, that fucking poodle haircut that, like, for some reason, a shitload of women at one point in time thought was attractive. Well, this is what that stuff smells like. Um, I washed it off with water uh, off my hands, and then I took a shower, scrubbed real good. Uh, then I washed my hands with soap. I could still smell it a little bit on my hands, so I washed my hands again, and the smell was gone. I don't know what my crotch smells like. I am not able to get my face down there, but... If it came off my hands, I'm guessing with the very good scrubbing I gave with my uh, tar pine soap that I'm good to go. And it's awesome because uh, no one's going to see it, and I'm so fat that I can't see it, so I have to use a mirror. But I know it worked. I saw my reflection. <laughs> I look at my room, like, taking videos of my crotch so I can watch them. Can't see past the fat gut. I got my first paycheck from my new job, which is, um, you know, paying me like practically double of what I was getting at the IRS. So I had Domino's for like five fucking days in a row capped off with Rocky Road ice cream. Yeah, you know, I justified it. I justify food the same way I used to justify alcohol. I did a good thing. I deserve it. It's what an addict says, but I'm getting a little too meat sweaty and I think... <laughs> I think tomorrow, I'm feeling, no, not tomorrow, today, Monday, the 6th of June, 6 6 this is the day that I make a serious change. I'll report back to you in one week from now, and I'll let you know how I do, but I'm going all sandwiches and lots of mineral water and uh, no sweets. Well, except for these suckers that I bought. I bought this... Uh, Somebody on this 80s page I was looking at showed them, but they're, you know, those candy Smarties? Okay, well, they used to make these, well, they still do, but I mean, I remember them from a long, long time ago. They made these suckers. So they're basically like these giant flying saucer looking Smarty candies on a stick. Well, I saw them, but I didn't know what they were. So I kept searching and searching, and I finally hit on them, and they are made by Smarties. They're called lollipops. They're just a big, giant flying saucer shaped Smarty on a stick. And there's no point sucking on it because you're just going to end up crunching into it. It's fantastic. It's pure sugar. Hook it to my veins. It was 120 comes in the big tub, and it um, and it's fantastic. I got on Amazon. I got 15 bucks for 120 of them. Came in the mail today, and I was like, oh, yeah. It is so cool what you can find on Amazon, man. I mean, really, like, you want to be I have all this stuff. That's in my queue, you know, my save for later. And I go through it. I have all this shit from the 80s that I have saved. I have jelly bracelets saved. I may order those after I get done with the show. Black jelly bracelets because I want to be a little more 80s punk rock, you know. I'm going to get some tube socks with stripes. Cut them off. Put them on my wrists. 
I wish I could get as excited about things as an adult as I did about candy as a child. I mean, not to be gross, but that's the whole joke about the van with the free candy, right? Like, get in the van, little boy. Uh, my mommy says I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. Ah, but I have candy. Oh, well, fuck my mom then. Oh, let's get in. Yeah. Candy's such an annoying fix. It's like sex. You know, candy, sex, food, sex and candy. You're all singing that song right now, aren't you? I smell sexy candy Candy and sex are these two things that we have this pleasure of experiencing as human beings. They're both fantastic every time. Even bad sex is still, you know, sex. And even, like, just okay candy is still sugar. But, I mean, even when you've got, like, the best candy or the best sex, once it's gone, you're going to want it again. And there's no... Like, it's it's like, an, I relate it to, like, a heroin addiction. You know, they're always, like, chasing the dragon. Like, you can eat all the candy you want, but you're never going to get satisfied. That's just so annoying. Eat till you puke. I don't know. I never threw up when I was a kid. I, I never understood that. Like, kids that I went to school with, you know, we'd come back from Halloween. They'd be like, oh. They'd bring, like, the whole bag of candy to school. They don't give a fuck, man. They're popping butterscotches like pills. You know, you get the little strawberry candies. You got the Smarties all rolled up. Whatever the fuck those peanut butter things were that were wrapped in orange paper and black paper. Circus peanuts. In the woodlands, most of the houses gave out full-size candy bars. That's, that's a rarity. But where I'm from, that was like the norm. The richer the neighborhood, the more you knew you were going to get hooked up. It's like, okay, we're in the medium suburbs here where I live. All right, we're getting... Either a few snack-sized Snickers, or we're getting a full-size Snickers, and then we're going to go over to Doe Run, or Grogan's Landing, or Grogan's Point, where all the mansions are, and they're giving out fucking cash. They're giving out $20 bills and king-size Snickers bars. They're wrapping king-size Snickers in $20 bills. I'm not even joking, man. This is... The Woodlands, if you don't know the Woodlands, look it up, Google it. Grogan's Point was the biggest place in the beginning when it was just two villages. And there were mansions, literal mansions in this just neighborhood. And they were, oh my God, I had so many friends I went to school with that lived in there. I never liked staying at other people's houses unless they lived in Grogan's, uh, unless they lived in Grogan's Point. Like I had a friend, Tim, I forget his last name now, which <laughs> fucked up because like we were friends for ever but he was a spoiled little rich kid you know like he was the guy that had the nintendo and he had like every fucking game that had come out to that point like there were stacks and stacks and stacks of nintendo games and you got my head like overload you know because i couldn't decide which one to play you know i'm at home with like super mario that came with the nintendo and duck hunt He's got games i've never even fucking heard of he had a turbo graphics 16 you know what that is i bet you don't when the Nintendo came out, the only competition was the Sega Genesis. But there was also competition all over the fucking world. There was a different Nintendo that came out in Japan. There was a system that came out that was called the TurboGrafx-16. And it didn't have cartridges like the Nintendo. It had little cards, like they looked like little credit cards. And it was a 16-bit system. This was before there was a 16-bit system, which was the Super Nintendo. The original Nintendo was an 8-bit system. And the 16... And then they came out with the N64, which was just two 32-bit processors in one console, which still made it a 32-bit processor. So that's fucking stupid. 
but you know, it's all marketing. And it was still a pretty cool system because it had GoldenEye. I'm ranting, and I don't know where I was going with it. But Candy, you see, I've been <laughs> I've been sucking on these lollipops made by Smarties for the last hour. I got piles of sticks all around me right now, man. Wrappers and sticks. You know, like I look like a fucking junkie, you know? Like how they leave their fucking rigs out all over the place. You got the hypodermic needles everywhere and the caps and the spoons they've been cooking their dope in. That's me right now, except I got little plastic sticks. Little plastic sticks and wrappers. Like passed out, like, or I'm looking around like, the fix, man. Crushing up these fucking smarties and snorting them. God, is this what I sound like on a lot of sugar? Because it's annoying. I thought that was a myth. Um, okay, so uh, I <laughs> got in touch uh, with my old pal who gave me uh, a, a direct line to um, Amber Heard's agent and nice fella out in Hollywood, out in La La Land. I asked him, hey, listen, uh, you know, my listeners want to know, can you set the record straight? Is there going to be Amber Heard in the new Aquaman, Aquaman 2 that's coming out? And he assured me that, that she will, in fact, be in the movie. You know, regardless of the fact that she lost a $15 million suit to Depp and is now like so many millions of dollars in debt and probably poor girl is going to be blacklisted now from ever making a movie. I don't know who's good. She's going to be like toxic Hollywood poison. And whether she was wrong or not, it doesn't matter. The people have spoken. But uh, he assured me she will be in Aquaman 2. I said, hey, can you give me a copy of the trailer? So I can let my listeners hear it so they can be assured that there will be Amber Heard and then they can make up their minds on whether they want to see it or not. He said, you know what, Joe? Uh, Amber speaks very highly of you. You promote her movies a lot. And uh, so we want to give you and your listeners first crack at the uh, new Aquaman 2 trailer. So here it is. You're hearing it first on Fat Guy Loves Cake, the new trailer for the upcoming Marvel Fucking Aquaman 2. This is the most important fight of our lives. Atlantis is in great danger and we need to be prepared for battle. Mira, what was that? Nothing. <laughs> the underwater world has been divided into seven parts. Mira! I think me undies just got split into seven parts. Mira, when you shit underwater, it just stays underwater. There are turds floating all around us. Coming this Christmas. I tried doing it in the bed, but they just float away. A messenger approaches. What does it say, your highness? It says they will not attack until we get a net and scoop out all of these floaters. That's good news. Watch me play more defense. Aquaman 2. Pull my flipper. All right, that is good stuff, man. I am very excited. Aquaman 2. Pull my flipper. Out in theaters this Christmas 2022. Amber Heard is going to be in there. Up to her old shenanigans. (laughs) Joey, I believe this joke has run its course. (laughs) All right, so let me nerd out about another thing here real quick. 
Uh, and speaking of nerds, uh, if you guys have not heard me say this before, Nerds Talking Podcast, available on Spotify. Check them out. My only podcast, other than Bill Burr. I listen to Bill Burr, and I listen to Nerds Talking. Those are my only two podcasts in my library. I would love for someone else to show me a podcast worth tuning into. I've yet to find one. Nerds Talking is consistent. The guys are funny. They're... Uh, I'm having a hard time listening to them because they keep fucking spoiling things. I had to turn an episode off last week because he started talking about Moon Knight. I haven't watched it, guys. You're going to sit here and you're going to break down the entire fucking season. It just came out. Give me a break here. There's only so many hours in the day, and I don't want to devote a lot of them to Marvel. Nerds. So I spent the greater part of my weekend, well, at least a big block of Saturday, watching uh, something on Hulu that was released May 30th called Pistol. And when I saw it, because it was like TV for you, and it said Pistol, and it was in that font of like the Sex Pistols, God Save the Queen. You know, never mind the bollocks, here's the Sex Pistols, the one and only album they put out in 1978. What's that? You're too young to remember the Sex Pistols? No, you're not. You see, because I know for a fact that all of my listeners, like, 85% of my listeners are 30 to 59. So you know who the fucking Sex Pistols are. So I saw that and I thought, oh, I wonder if that's about the Sex Pistols. And lo and behold, it's about the Sex Pistols. It's a six-episode miniseries on Hulu. came out just six days ago. And it is awesome. Now, if you've seen Sid and Nancy, the movie Sid and Nancy that came out with Gary Oldman and uh, Chloe Webb, where they played Sid and Nancy, that movie revolves more around just Sid and Nancy, and it has uh, like it follow it has a lot of it. It's very very accurate, um, but it leaves out a lot of the cool shit that like when you watch Sid and Nancy the movie, it goes right into when Sid Vicious joins the Sex Pistols. And that's, there's so much more to it than that, okay? Because the whole movie covers just the time. He was only in the pan for like a little while. He was arrested constantly. He had hepatitis. He was in the hospital. And he, you know, eventually dies of a heroin overdose after he kills Nancy. And I'm sorry if you think that's a spoiler, but it's not. It happened like 50 fucking years ago. So, oh, and by the way, like, I like the Sex Pistols. I mean, I like that album. And I guess I kind of was okay with Sid Vicious, but then I was reading a lot about him. I, I did some some homework on Sid Vicious, even though I've read about him a lot before, but one thing I did not know was that he liked to kill cats. He liked to put, take his belt off and fucking strangle them and kill cats, and everybody knew he did that, and now I hope he rots in fucking hell because what kind of piece of shit does that except some sort of fucking pre-serial killer? So I think the world is a little better off without him, not to mention that he fucking killed his girlfriend. But if you've seen Sid and Nancy, I don't know how anyone could not have killed her because she seemed to be the most obnoxious human being to ever walk the earth. But back to Pistol. Pistol is a six-episode series, limited series on Hulu, that basically starts off, it's all from the guitarist's point of view. Uh, his, name is, uh, his name is Steve Jones. They call him Jonesy. And... It, it, it actually shows the, the Sex Pistols forming. Before Sid was in the band, it shows Malcolm McLaren like getting the band together and basically making them this huge, uh, you know, like image. They were all about image. 
And somewhere along the lines, the Johnny Rotten and Stephen Jones managed to actually write some pretty kick-ass, catchy tunes. Sid Vicious never learned to play the bass. He never actually played the bass. Everyone knows that, though. He was uh, He just fucking danced around on stage and spit on people and caught himself, you know. It was like a little wannabe Gigi Allen. So it follows through, and then it gets to about the fifth episode, and that's when Sid finally joins the band. And then, you know, it ends with, of course, uh, Sid killing Nancy and, uh, you know, some other stuff. And it's if you've seen Sid and Nancy, it's almost like watching the extended version of that movie. Like, instead of it being two hours, it's now six and you're getting, like, bonus material because all of the actors that are in Pistol are identical to the actors in Sid and Nancy. But with one exception, the guy that plays Sid Vicious in Pistol could never, ever, ever hold a candle to Gary Oldman, one of the greatest character actors that ever lived. Him playing Sid Vicious, you just have to see it to fucking believe. And Chloe Webb playing Nancy. I mean, they should have won fucking Oscars for these roles. They are Fabulous. It's a great fucking movie. You don't even have to like punk rock. You don't have to like anything. You just, you just like nothing. You'll like this movie. Sid and Nancy, I highly recommend it. And I highly recommend Pistol. It's a nice little, um, what do you call it? Like a little window into the British invasion. You know, punk rock coming to, to light. You know, you got the Ramones. They're hanging out with the Sex Pistols. You know, and, and and punk rock was becoming a thing, you know, across the pond and here in the States. And uh, it's it's historic. It's music history. It is, dare I say, historical. It is must-have knowledge for any pop culture enthusiast such as myself or any music enthusiast for that matter. If you claim to love music and you don't know anything about punk rock, then you are lying to yourself. One of the greatest forms of music ever. It is my personal favorite. I have been listening to punk rock since I was introduced by Mike Udanish. He showed me The Descendants. I heard the song Coolidge. We saw it on Psycho Skate. I picked up their fucking Somery album. If you've never listened to punk rock in your life, listen to The Descendants. Get Somery. It's a collection of every fucking awesome song they ever did. And it is blow your mind fucking crazy good punk rock. Back in the old SST Records days when everything was lo-fi. Screeching Weasel, another favorite of mine. No Effects has been around a really long time. They're still strong. No Use for a Name is the shit. Rest in peace, Tony Sly. There's so many great punk rock bands out there. And it's made it into mainstream. You've got bands that are... I mean, there's a lot of bands that are posing. You know, you Like Green Day actually did come up in the punk rock scene in, the, in Berkeley in the late 80s and the early 90s. Like, before they signed Big, they were a legit pop-punk band out of Berkeley. So they did their time, and I'm happy for them, whatever. They deserve to be where they are. They're very talented. But then you look at bands like Good Charlotte, and I'm like, yeah, sure, you look punk rock, but I never heard any punk bands go, girls don't like boys, girls like cars and money. That's... That's not punk rock. That's bubblegum pop punk shit. See, by saying pop punk, you're taking a band that is mainstream and you're say, you're showing that they have punk influence. Okay, like when you look at Blink-182, those guys would never claim to be punk rock. But they are pop punk. They're melodic punk rock because the drums play with intense speed and furiosity, furiosity fury, 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 fury. <laughs> 
insert word here. You know, the, the music is intense and fast, but it's harmonious. It's, it's about girls. It's about bubblegum. It's about chewing bubblegum and girls and breaking up and your heart is broken. That's not punk rock. That's pop punk. See, that's the difference. See, punk rock is, well, I mean, you know what? If I get to talking about punk rock, we'll be here all day. And, but, 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 that gives me a great idea. I am going to run you cats through an entire history of punk rock right off of my brain. I will not use any fucking notes. I will not study it. I will not look up anything because I'm going to show you just how knowledgeable I am on the subject of punk rock and how I've earned my badges, my punk rock stripes, if you will. Give you guys a good uh, little episode on the uh, history of punk rock music. It'll be a blast. And I love, I would love to introduce people, a new generation, to old school classics. I listen to a lot of music that my parents listen to. And you know why? Because I don't care what time it came from. Music is universal. There, it, it doesn't know any windows of time. You know, like when I first heard Boston's More Than a Feeling, I mean, that came out in, I don't know when, definitely the 70s, okay? I wasn't even alive. All right, and here's I hear more than a feeling on one of my mom's records, and I'm like, this is like the greatest song I've ever heard in my life. I still jam it to this day. I can't believe it was made in like '75 or some shit. Listen to Hendrix, you know. Well, hell, a lot of kids nowadays love the Beatles, but see, that's too easy. Going to the Beatles is too easy, man. You like listen to some. I, oh my god, I sound like a fucking hippie so bad. Yeah, man, you got to put on some electric light orchestra <laughs> on the hi-fi. <laughs> Record player turntable, man. Dave's not here, man. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's, that's, that's fun. I'm going to do that. Punk rock show. All right. So we're ready to start our new week tomorrow. I'm excited, man. I'm having a great time with this job. I'm having a great time. I am not pleased with my listeners because for some reason, this last week compared to the week before, I had a shitload of people listening. This last week, I don't know what happened. Did everybody go out of town? Is it spring break? Did I miss something? My views are horrible. And I really worked hard on those Amber Heard, Johnny Depp movie trailers. I mean, I put some fucking time and thought into those. Those are gold. I don't usually laugh at myself, but man, I listened to that. I mean, I went to a lot of trouble to call Hollywood to get those trailers because those are legit. Me and Johnny Depp, me and JD, we're fucking, we're down, you know, we're down. No, 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 don't ever say we're down again, Joey. There's that white cracker ass sound in your voice coming out. Me and Johnny, we're down. We're down. We're, we're thick as thieves, man. We're kicking flavor. We're dope. We're ill. And with that, I wrap things up. Fat Guy Loves Cake every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Reach me at fatguylovescake at yahoo.com. I am always welcome to any suggestions on a show you might like to hear sometime. Let me give you a little something to shake your ass while the coffee's kicking in on Monday morning, and I'll see you guys back here on Wednesday. Everybody, please remember to be nice. Be nice.